events are Pillar of Flame, mm-hmm. which is very apropos because they always burn me. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I shouldn't smack the table. Wait till this game, though. We had some good ones, right? <laughs> Welcome to the Kindred Spirit Podcast, a program completely dedicated to the board game Spirit Island. On this show, we examine and discuss every aspect of the game, whether they be general tips, in-depth strategies, or silly shenanigans. Today, we begin our examination of the Dahan Insurrection Scenario, where we describe the rules as well as recount our most recent game with it. And boy, what a game it was. All right, that was like, what, take three? We got it. <laughs> rub it in, rub it in. And <laughs> Laura's here. Hey! <laughs> Let's just go, okay? Remember when I had a nice intro the first time and then you screwed it up? <laughs> you know, whatever, man. Where's my mouse? <laughs> there it is. He's I'm double monitored <laughs> right there. Hey! hey. Con insurrection! That's what this is. I'm excited. This was quite the game. Efficient. I, yes. That's actually a great word. Great word. And we'll get into that later. But before we actually get on to Dahan Insurrection, we gotta welcome Laura. Hey, Laura. Hey! Specifically, as this is our second scenario that John and I are analyzing, this is technically Laura's first. So, before we get into Dahan Insurrection, we kind of wanted to pick her brain on more mm. in general scenario thoughts. I love scenarios. I feel like they're a really fun way to change up the game. I know a lot of people love the adversaries, and I agree that they're so well thought out. They're mm. so interesting. I don't care for them very much. Oh. Um, I like having an adversary. 90% of our games have been against adversaries, <laughs> listeners. Well, I should have had an adversary series, John. I need to listen to my wife more. <laughs> I really do enjoy how the game play changes so much when a scenario is involved. An yeah. adversary changes who you're playing against, but still, you know, you move a Dahan, the same thing happens. It's just like mm. what they do changes. Yes. But when you're playing mm. a scenario, what you do changes. And so I feel like it's such a different way of thinking with each different scenario yeah. that it really adds so much more playability to the whole board game. And then especially when you can combine them with the adversaries to make it a little bit harder. Mm. But yeah, I love them. Oh, that's cool. Hooray. That's good to know. Yeah, you guys played on the digital app. Yeah, before, right? yeah, we played on the app. So I was getting my hair cut the other day by a student, so it took like four hours. So I played Spirit Island while I was sitting there in the haircutting chair. <laughs> I'm legitimately surprised you weren't doing Roller Coaster Tycoon. <laughs> yeah, I normally do. Or Canada, wait, no, is it Zoo Tycoon? Little... Which one is it? Roller Coaster Tycoon. Okay, I had it right. Okay. I got into the hard part because I don't want to beat them. So as I normally do, I just give up and move on to something She's else. She's no longer a tycoon. <laughs> <laughs> so I decided I'm sitting there playing Spirit Island, you know, looking like an adorable little geek. Hey. And I was deciding to go ahead and try out the Han Insurrection. She did her homework, folks. All right, look at that. Doing the work ahead of time. (laughs) This is rare territory to dwell in. (laughs) She never does this. I forgot most of it. But (laughs) just my general impression, though, of doing it on the digital app, it was hard to realize like what the actual rules were on the digital app. Doesn't help that I have all the animation turned to zero because that's time I don't feel like wasting. Yeah, but... I have similar kinds of, I'm not going to say gripes. It's just like a thing that I have to get used to Yeah, with digital. And this isn't exclusive to Spirit Island. There's many board games who have been adapted to digital versions where something will happen. Bam, 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 bam. bam. You're like, whoa, what, where, and why? Things just <laughs> did and I don't know why. On the why. bright side, it forces you to look up what the heck just happened, but yeah. just sometimes it happens faster than or I was really ready for. You'd be like me, and you don't. You just accept that happened, and we'll just move on. And you don't learn what the actual rules of the scenario are really at all. 
I will say, if you know what you're doing, it's so awesome. Yeah. yeah. I, it's just something to get used to once you've been educated on what is actually happening. But before you are at that point of understanding, it can be confusing. Scenarios are very different for me because I don't play them as often. So mm-hmm. the digital app, it like, oh, yeah, that does happen when I do this. Or there is no slow phase. So mm-hmm. that's, for me... That's definitely the pro. Yeah. For me, that's a pro because I'm just so not used to scenarios. So when it does the rule for me, sure. like, oh, yeah. like yeah, Ryan yeah. said, like, I'll have to look it up and be like, why oh, yeah. No, I mean, that is need, the pro. I yeah. just need a version of the digital app where, number one, they give me all of the undos I need. And then number two, <laughs> where, like, you could have, there like, the, I'm learning undo. this hey. version where they're, like, every time something changes, they're going to be like, do you want to know why? Like, Clippy shows up and is like, yeah, I just had changed. That, do you want to know why I that happened? I would love to have, like, a log, like a history log. That's, like, a question Ooh. mark where, like, things can happen and then you can hit the question mark that says, why did this happen? And there's a question log. Like, Explorer went here because of this. Town went here because of this. Town showed up because this effect. This showed up because of fear effect or whatever. That could be, like, a ton of work. I don't know. I'm just, like, in a perfect world where I can dream. Like, I think... (laughs) Almost like a history. You can see the history of the game. Yeah, Yeah, like a little sidebar. Mm -hmm. An action history. Action history. Oh, okay, I see. Because I did this, then that's happened. So, at one point today, we did... We had a question about the scenario. And so, we just fired up the The app. app. And played out one little bit, and we're like, oh, okay. When in doubt. <laughs> That's what happens Trust there. the app. Yes. So, app developers, you're doing a fantastic job. Hey. Good job, John. Unless Chris would sacrifice as a <laughs> the ocean. I'm <laughs> bringing that out. <laughs> That's a joke. That's a joke. Hey, that's, that's why, why that yeah, that's why they're beta testing, to figure out those kind of fun interactions. Well, I'm happy to know that you like scenarios. I guess I didn't know that as much before, because like we Ryan said- talk. Well, yeah, we don't speak and sleep in separate rooms, but... um, (laughs) I snore. Whatever. But like Ryan said, a lot of the time we play games based on what the podcast is doing, so for the Adversary series, we were just like level six every time. Level six, level six. Yeah. So, yeah. it broke my spirit. I'm sorry. I've said it before. The thing I think I like the most about scenarios, and I think this is why I like them more, is just because adversaries will tend to push me towards certain kinds of specific gameplay Mm -hmm. strategies more often than a scenario would. I think it's on the casual side of the fence of it's different and it's more difficult, but it's not as, okay, well, here's the scissors, they're the paper. Do you want to play the spirit? They're the scissors. Do I intentionally play with them or without them? Because they are the Jaeger here. Mm -hmm. And so it's like, eh, sometimes I don't want such direct counters, you know, where it's like, okay, this adversary is so hard because of this one thing. Yes, I know there's a lot of fun into playing anyone against any adversary, but then that's no longer a casual thing. And that's what I like. The scenarios feel more like a game. Yeah. Like, I, more, I, they feel more different. Fun, I'm confused by that sentence. This mm. always feels like a game to me. <laughs> <laughs> to me, it feels it's more like It's life or a death sh- with an adversary, and you're like, we I must feel win. everything on coming off. I don't know. Out. It feels more fun and okay. unique and interesting. I like having a mission. It feels as if it's as close to a story as we're ever going to get. There we Especially go. Especially this one. You know what more I mean? More mission-based. Yeah. Especially Dahan Insurrection. Yeah. It felt so much like a story. So. Speaking of. Dahan Insurrection. Let's get to it, shall we? Citing strategic importance, the invaders' government refuses to back down in the face of nebulous fears and rumors of the supernatural. They send waves of personnel to support the colony, quote-unquote, in response to Dahan belligerence. This scenario is notably easier for spirits with versatile Dahan movement. Ergo, spirits like Thunderspeaker. 
But it's also good for spirits good at moving or destroying buildings, i.e. someone like River Surges and Sunlight. Mm-hmm. They say that this scenario is notably harder when playing versus adversaries that build lots of buildings, like Kingdom of England. I'd also like to add France in there, just free, but... You know, <laughs> I whatever. think France, yeah, so many towns. Also, Habsburg likes to build yeah. additional towns in Lynn. It's kind of funny when they're like, oh, people who build lots of buildings. You're like, so-and-so does that, and so-and-so does that, and so-and-so does that, and so-and-so does that. And Scotland kind of has like adjacency buildings. A lot of building. Fun fact, the card art that is used for Dahan Insurrection comes from the fast power of Sudden Ambush, which appropriately is one of Thunderspeaker's cards. I just think it's fun to kind of see the artwork that's used on multiple things Mm -hmm. when you, in the back of your mind, are like, hey, I know where I saw that I wonder how they picked that because the fear card is the card Lands of Haunts and Embers. Yeah. That's a scary art and just does a lot of fear that might And kind of like how when you get a fear victory, the artwork is the same that is used on Vigor the Breaking Dawn. Such a strong major. And yet at the same time, the Invader deck comes from Call to Isolation. Yes. And that one almost looks like they're coming to the coast. Yeah. So that makes sense that it's on the Invader card. Yeah. Yeah. Events are Pillar of Flame, Mm -hmm. which is very apropos because they always burn me. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, I shouldn't smack the table. Wait till this game, though. We had some good ones, right? (laughs) The vein that just came out of my head right there. How about that Beast Command, folks? (laughs) Anyway, I just think it's kind of fun to be like, hey, I've seen that artwork before. Yeah, I wonder who picks out which art goes, I'm sure. Yeah, I mean, it's certainly fitting. Yeah, I wonder who gets to be the deciding factor on who gets to pick what art is applied to Invader Stage or whatever. That's a good question. Anyway. Anyway, it's from Sudden Ambush. What fun! But what does it do? Rule changes. So this makes the game difficulty four just by itself. So you can get some spicy games. Yeah. If you pair with adversaries, thematic, extra boards. Woof. And although not a big deal, but it's the first scenario that we've covered that actually increases difficulty. Yeah, by quite a lot. Yeah. I wonder how they assign that. Because four is a lot. Yeah. That's like a mid-level game. Or at least it's not a negligible jump. So it's noticeable. Like, hey, wait a minute. In fact, speaking of the digital app to get like the high achievement of difficulty 17 mm-hmm. you have to play it with Dahan Insurrection really? because it pushes it so far right because it adds it to and they have to do it on thematic with like a level 10 adversary fun fact Dahan Insurrection has the highest difficulty spike huh ignoring the ones with asterisks okay which is interesting because I've played a lot of scenarios and this one I don't know makes sense and I like it and it's easy and some of the other we'll ones get have into, been rough we'll get into that we'll get yeah into I think there's a lot of factors behind <laughs> that claim we'll get but, into why yeah. it's so easy for Laura in this game sure specifically <laughs> yeah rule changes First one is called Constant Raiding. After an action moves one or more Dahan, each Dahan that moved deals one damage in their land. Hmm. That's actually really cool. That is such a difference in control powers with Dahan. Seriously. Now, the damage happens after fully resolving the power or other effects which move them. If a power moves a Dahan multiple times, it only does damage in the land it ends up. Which is targeting one spirit specifically and is wrong. (laughs) Fine. There's some powers, but it's mostly one spirit No, it's totally fine. It's balanced. It's just... I'm so greedy. I'm so greedy. Let Thunderspeaker do it! The powerball of just Just like... Just roll across the land smacking as you go. Yeah, I mean, they clearly need the help. It's where you went... And that makes thematic sense. Like, where they stop and make camp is where they do damage. No, that does doesn't make sense. Shut where up. you stop the camp is where you're no longer doing it damage. It is a game. It still does have to be balanced. <laughs> 
Military response is the next rule change. <laughs> so constant rating is how the scenario is easier. The good yes, thing it gives very you. true. Why does this scenario make it harder? Mm. Because there are no setup changes. So far, it just makes it the game easier. Straight up better yeah. so far. The next rule change is what uh, affects that. <laughs> Whenever a city is destroyed, add one town to the nearest land with Dahan. What the... Whenever oh. a town is destroyed, add an explorer to the nearest land with Dahan. Hey! Add ah. the new invaders after fully resolving the power or effect which destroyed the old one. So, here it is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. It kind of reminds me of Crops Wither or yes. Winds of Rust and Atrophy in a way. Because whenever a building is destroyed... It's gone. It's gone, but then the lower-tiered invader will spawn. So it's not that it was actually downgraded. It's like as if it was downgraded and moved, but you still get the fear for doing the first killing in the first place. But it's so much slower to get rid of invaders. Yeah, yeah it's it weird. does take a little longer. It, yeah. It's kind of like one of those Russian Matryoshka dolls where, you know, it's a big yes. doll and you open it up and there's a smaller one. Aha, kill you. There's another one another in there. One. Stop it. Surely there can't be another. <laughs> Hey! <laughs> Am I just trying to find excuses to go? Yeah, keep making that note. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> but and ooh, if it was Russia's and it's like, hey, now I'm an explorer and I can't die. Like, <laughs> you suck. <laughs> it does feel like that. This really did slow it down in just our game. And when I personally played this, it's a drag because it just feels like they won't go yeah. away. The yeah. invaders. It's right. like, okay, I finally got rid of a city. And that's a big deal to get rid of a city mm-hmm. in the game. It is tough to do that. Now many spirits can just openly get rid of cities. <laughs> and then a town shows up like, I spent so much time and resources right. into the city. And then still a town pops up in another land or in that same land. Well, it's also strange because unless you took out an explorer, the number of invaders actually stays the same. Right. So, yeah, they downgraded, which is good. But depending on certain event things or adversary effects, it's just strange that you're spawning someone new. Mm-hmm. And there's this weird but kind of fun minigame at times where you're looking at where Dahan are. Because they yes. are added, keyword added, you can't stop the word add, where Dahan are. And so you can kind of tweak, uh, where are they going to go? Okay, you can go here. Sometimes they just go there. Sometimes it's here. There's like this whole layer of... You can be hmm. in control where they pop up. Right, and it's kind of weird because it's like, aha, gotcha, killed you. Oh, same land. There it goes. <laughs> and yet at the same time, it can be kind of fun because it's just like, let me move a Dahan in here and another Dahan in here. Cool, kill a town. And then, uh-oh. An explorer shows up, but that land's about to ravage, so that explorer gets wrecked. (laughs) (laughs) So sometimes it is nice, but there are times on my board, I'm like, wow, I have a slew of explorers because they just won't go away. Or there's a town and then went to another explorer, or the city Mm -hmm. went down to a town and explorer. And I can see if you're especially a spirit who struggles with explorers. That actually is interesting. What if you are good against one of those peeps? Uh Aha, I'm really good against buildings. Not really explorers. Well, crap. What I just you, made more explorers. What if you like are a lightning? The big tree. Yeah. The or a green. Oh, yeah. Green. Or a keeper. Keeper. Their <laughs> sacred sites automatically shove Dahan away. So it's like, you still stay off my board. Just you and the Dahan fight. I'm just going to stay here and do... Like, now I'll go back thing. through and play with keeper. Mm-hmm. It just seems like one of the... <laughs> just such a direct screw you kind of thing. Like, everybody, all of you, get off my lawn. I don't care what you do, if, so long as it's not on my Is property. It, it's all Dahan. Here, right? I will kill the bad guys and give you, Dahan, the peeps I don't care about, yeah. more people to fight with. <laughs> 
Like, if there's four to Han and Lan and keep her making Sacred Sight, all four get pushed. Get out. That's cool. Talk about So you can four. actually use that to your advantage. Just thematically, I just think it's funny how it's like, you, get off, go over there, and join those other people who I do not care about. <laughs> well, both of you guys brought up a good point, because I found that special role just being not very it's fun. Odd. Or it's odd. It's surprisingly yeah. team-helpy. True. Because in my games, I'm like, who wants these to Han? Because I, sure, I, can't I certainly <laughs> yeah. ain't going to use them. The last rule change is called Coordinated Insurrection. If you reach Tear Level Victory, or Fear Victory. Fear Victory. <laughs> it's a weird terminology. So often we call it Fear Victory, it's almost kind of weird to see it called Tear Victory? Tear Level Victory, yeah. Anyway. Whatever, fine. <laughs> we know what they mean. Dahan immediately damage invaders in every land on the board. Very cool. As if they were fighting back after a ravage. If this doesn't fulfill the victory condition on this card, you lose. Uh-oh. It's like one final battle. Right. That's, That's cool. Neat. That's cool. We that never got to that. right there is the action that oh so many new players who I've played with wished existed. Dahan attack, <laughs> right? As if, you know, like they counterattack, right? Because aren't Dahan going to take care of it? No, they have to wait until the ravage, and then <laughs> if they're still alive, then they attack. If oh, they're still alive, like, do I have to defend? <laughs> they're innately defend too, right? Dahan? It's like the last grasp at a victory, and like this is it. This is the last, <gasps> I the last cool. lunge, a last stand, yeah, type of thing. And if it's not secured, if then you lose. Mm. Speaking of victory conditions, oh. this is where it also has another degree of huh, kind of a difficulty spike. I was about to say that, yeah. yeah. So, the normal fear-based victory is not available. Instead, at Terra Level 2, you win if there are no lands where buildings outnumber Dahan. Mm. Absolutely none. Okay. That, which is tough. Tough to do. Yeah. Unless you're, like, breeding a whole little Dahan army and you can just shove them all over the place. Where's River? <laughs> <laughs> Terra Level 3+. plus. There is fewer than one land per player where buildings outnumber Dahan. Hmm. So they make it a tiny bit easier in Terra Level 3 just because Terra Level 3 is hard. Unless you're playing solo. Youch. (laughs) And finally... Additional loss conditions. So if there are ever fewer than two Dahan per player left alive, you're dead and you need to go think about what you've done. Yeah, look in the mirror, for sure. How could you lose that many Dahan? That's pathetic. You're getting so, like, introspective. Like, not only did you lose... But why? Yeah, listen. Think about what you've listener, done. Listener, pause this. And just, <laughs> just think about life. <laughs> so the thing that's interesting, fear victories are no longer possible. Wow. Because it's just an alternate thing. Now that coordinated insurrection happens. Bringer just like packs up suitcase and walks out. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm out of here. <laughs> Not only that, you acquire a new loss condition. Remember how we had to make sure that mm. Russia didn't kill too many beasts mm-hmm. out there? In the same way, you kind of had to be like, okay, Dahan, you really have to care for now. Mm. Usually, I tell people that it's a good idea to keep Dahan around as a normal bit of advice. Now, you actually have to. In this scenario, Dahan are a lot more involved. Which I like. They're a lot more aggressive, but you have to protect them. You have to protect them. Yeah, it makes it all about the Dahan. Because sometimes there are some games where you're just like, I don't need them. This I don't game. need them. <laughs> you're just like playing volcano or, or ocean. You can, right, you're drowning them. Or you play as a spirit that has high friendly fire yep. and you can get away with it. Because they're not a lost condition now. They right, are. but now they actually are. I really like that. Talk about thematic. The reason why I think I really like this is because it forces me to play in the way I wish every player kind of should play this game. Did you wish this was a lost (laughs) condition? Like, I wouldn't mind doing this more often, only because this is like the same kind of mindset that I have anyway. That being, this is our island. I said our, like... 
us plural, both the spirits, the animals, and the people who live here. And it just feels more like a combined effort, mm. I feel. You the know what I mean? The game is called Spirit Island. You know what I mean. <laughs> like I said, like this whole struggle feels like it's more important yeah. and it's more integrated than it was before. It feels like you're working together. Right. So I them. feel as if it's more let's come together to help each other. And I feel as if that cohesion is more felt. Mm-hmm. Like when you look at the card, Pact of the Joint Hunt, you see Beasts and Dahan together. working together. And I feel as if it's just really exciting to see what you and the Dahan can accomplish when you work together. And in a normal game, you can, but in here, I feel as if you get to see that cool cooperation with them more clearly and more tangibly. And it's more fulfilling when you actually do make it work. And it's cool that the spirits that are more friendly to Dahan excel mm-hmm. at this. Yeah. So just lore and thematically, like mm-hmm. River's Bounty, they, they can find safety and shelter at the river. And right. they're making more. And now, mechanically, River is incredible. And in if Volcano's scenario. not careful, Volcano's going to like lose yeah. by killing the And they can True. still play that way. It's just another layer to the game of something to be cognizant of. Yeah. I'm not saying that this... You're really good with Volcano. This is a great, like... Or Ocean. Yeah, Yeah. something to really try it out. Yeah. I'm not saying this is better. I'm just saying I prefer this. Like, this is my preference. Okay. I really like thematically you like this. this. loss condition. Well, like <laughs> I said... Like, honestly, you're very excited right now. It's really yeah. Cool. Yeah. Like I said, I just think thematically it makes sense with how I normally play. So I just think it's cool to actually be incentivized to play that way. To save the Dahan, mm. protect right. them. In the same way how them. we've talked about how in Second Wave you would be encouraged to clean up your island. Why? Well, the board is actually much better for next time if the board is more clean versus if there's blight out there. But the thing is, is some people complain saying, oh, you're only doing that because you know that there's the rule in second wave where that's a thing. Yeah. Cleaner board is better for next time. Blight stays. But I'm like, thematically, your spirit would want to clean up your home, right? Yeah. So, like, when you're at the end of the game, there's, like, there's a bunch of blight out here. For eh. some spirits, cleaning up messes is a drag. Hey! Well, my point being, like, sometimes players can go, how much blight do we have? Uh, we got four left. Cool, I'll use drought three times. Bam, 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 game one. And that's fine. That's cool. totally fine. Yeah, we won the but, game. like, the thematic mindset of the spirits would be, okay, that's cool, but let's actually clean up the place. Because yeah, we don't want this place lands. to be ruined. Mm-hmm. We want to save this place. So in the mm-hmm. same way that Second Wave feels right to me because it encourages you to play a spirit who wants their home to be clean and stay clean, Dahan Insurrection incentivizes you to play in a way that I just feel somehow the Dahan and spirits would play because they want to work together to keep this land uncolonized. Yeah, that is cool. Yeah. So let's talk about how this scenario might have some unique interactions with the various adversaries. Definitely. For Brandenburg Prussia, it's kind of a simple adversary to cognize, you know. They do add talent to their escalation, and they said this, of course, but it really is true. If a adversary just adds buildings, it just takes so much longer to break those down and dissipate the invaders. Dahan Insurrection slows the game down, or slows how quickly you would be able to win it. Especially in Brandenburg Prussia's case, I think this next notion is just simply easier to see there. I think it's just the spirit's momentum is harder to maintain. Yeah. Because, bam, kill bad guy. That's a good thing. 
But another guy showed up. Sure, it's downgraded, if you want to think about it that way, but they're still there. So it's like harder to keep that momentum going. Like, come on. I like playing Shadows against Bramber Prussia because they're mm. pretty strong against Bramber Prussia. And I yeah. group a bunch of people up and then do Concealing Shadows into Han, you know, wipe everything right. out. But then everything lingers. And right. you got to do it again. And, then and again. And reclaiming stinks for Shadows because there's right. it's no energy gain. Like, it's a hard reclaim for Shadows. Right. I'm like, I had to go back and get Concealing right. Shadows again. And I again. think that's just simply a true statement of the scenario, not Brandenburg Prussia. I just right. think it's just going to be felt the hardest as far as, like, the momentum thing. Like, yes. This adversary is one where you need to keep pace with them. You got to go quick. You got to get on top of them. So it's going to be so noticeable when you're like, ooh, just die. I took out a city and now a town goes down and there's only two turns And they're starting with a stage three card. Yeah. So it's just like, oh man, you're starting with a bunch and they're just harder to get rid of. You know, England is just, they just suck. (laughs) (laughs) England is a very hard adversary. England 5 plus is especially harder just because that extra health is just like, oh my word, it's taking longer to defeat you. And then even when we do Mm -hmm. slog through those extra health cities, now it's an extra health town. Oh, Oh, by the way, extra build tile. Yeah. Adjacency builds. At any level, just the escalation, the extra builds, it just sucks. Combine harder to dissipate invaders because of the buildings with someone who gets a lot of buildings out there. <laughs> Not fun. In Sweden's case, I think their escalation is terrible and here. When, when we were doing the recap on the adversaries, so many of us chose this escalation as one of our least favorite things. Right. Um, Not only because of what it does mechanically, but thematically it sucks. Now, it's even worse because all those things are still true, but now that's a legitimate loss condition. And remind the casual listener what the escalation is real quick. That's the one where if invaders outnumber Dahan, they convert Dahan. It was insulting then. It's insufferable now. Well, that just stinks. That does stink. No, that is like the worst. That's the worst. <laughs> and it's not like they're replaced with an explorer. The Dahana replaced with a town. Which is harder to get rid of. Which is harder to get rid of. And we'll turn into a explorer once again once the... Uh, and, and again, everything just lingers yeah. and it just dominoes up. Yeah, and, and you know, this scenario has rules that come into place and factor in for wind conditions and stuff when Dahan outnumber bad guys. And they have something which is the exact same, but it's flipped. They have rules and effects where bad guys outnumber Dahan. So this is like a game of ratios. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) As if you weren't with Sweden, very hawk-eyed on how many peeps are in each land. You're going to be like double hawk-eyed. Because you don't want to lose Dahan because like you said, that's a loss condition. Right. In France... France 2 Plus loves the extra explorers. <sighs> oh my goodness. Because if you're killing towns, hey, it's another explorer. Which will turn to another town. <laughs> it's almost like it never stops. Yeah. It's like, okay, I got rid of this town. It's an explorer. And then it turns into a, a town. town. <laughs> and then I bring it down to an explorer. Oh, wait, just no. Back and forth. Okay, I mean, so you're it's not like starting to see why this is very hard if you actually play it. Yeah, it starts to get very With an adversary. Fire beware. Yeah. I mean, it's just like whack-a-mole. Baff. I'm over here. <laughs> I'm a town. Baff. I'm over here. Now I'm a town. Baff. I'm over here. I'm that's a town. What, that's what I'm just like, like. Stop it! Oh, wait. With Habsburg, the towns are now even more mobile. Because <laughs> if you do kill those coastal cities, now they go inland, likely, and they can still go to the coast. But it's just like, 
You thought we were moving before? Now we're moving we're all everywhere. over the place. By the way, we're durable, too. Uh, <laughs> right. Hasbrook 4+, plus, they have more health. And now, far-flung herds, if you're doing 6+, plus, is happening a lot more often. Because you'll kill <laughs> one, then you'll go to an adjacent land, if that's where the Dahan was. And now, far-flung herds is like, hey, plus two damage against you, bro. And two damage can take out a Dahan. Uh, nice. <laughs> that's tough. It's like those video games where a character can deploy a decoy. Mm-hmm. And so when you're the enemy, you see the dude, you shoot them, and they vanish, and they're actually somewhere else nearby. Well, they were behind you the Actively whole time. Actively shooting right. you. Yeah. So like, nice. bam, kill a city. And it was actually in a trench coat, two towns, <laughs> one on top of each other, in an adjacent land. You fool, I'm over here. <laughs> I was thinking of Bojack Horseman. He's <laughs> like those three people inside the trench coat. But now, it's not just a normal, like you said, town. It's one that has bonus health and it's durable. And destroy effects are weakened against right. it. Yeah. So yeah, that's life. Uh, Russia at any level... Before, you needed to cover the beasts, but now you have to cover the beasts and Dahan. That's a lot of So you, you can't let anyone die. Yeah. No one left behind. Your presence can go. <laughs> Wait a minute, no, that's a lost condition, too. <laughs> and yeah, you're just going to have more explorers. Yeah. You're just going to have more explorers. Oh, that do extra damage. And hunt. And can't die. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, can't die. and if there's three of them, there's an extra ravage. <laughs> Ooh, like double adversaries with this. Wow, no. That would be rough. Oh, how about, like, French explorers that can't die that are Russian explorers? That difficulty explorers? four is starting to make a lot of sense. It's getting yeah. harder. <laughs> it all becomes clear. Boy, if Scotland's Escalation didn't pick on one player before, <laughs> wow, this is like Oliver Twist Just times keep 10. adding buildings <laughs> to the crap player. <laughs> Yikes, because that player's going to be like, oh, Again? the moment you try to get rid of them and they're still hanging around. <laughs> Yay, that city's now a town. So it sounds like this scenario is bad with all adversaries. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah, I mean, Scotland 6 Plus is adding towns yeah. anyway. So it's just more of the same. But like you said, it's just like, well, uh, diagnosis. Diagnosis is, it still sucks, <laughs> but just in different ways. <laughs> <Bad>. Yay! <laughs> so good luck. You'll feel the difficulty with the adversaries for sure. Mm. But if you play it without an adversary, it's pretty darn fun. If you have a specific spirit in your well, team. <laughs> yeah. Let's go ahead and talk about our, our game. game. Wow, this game was fast. Yeah. We didn't play with an adversary because we wanted to just feel what does the... And we're yeah, in our games, like. we're going to continue yeah. to do that for sure. Yeah. Yeah, and that's one of the things like legitimately that we want to do just because we want to like really identify the base essence of what makes a scenario the scenario. What makes it different. Right. Right, yeah. Otherwise it could get real swingy mm-hmm. if we add like a Russian right. to this. Exactly. But that's right. why it was super fast. <laughs> just the scenario on its own without an adversary. You don't if think? you have the right person on your team. Okay. okay. We had a Terror 2 victory on turn 5. It was quick. I will have the listener know that we actually had the board state set in a way where we would have won two turns earlier, but it was just Terror Level 1. We just weren't scary enough yet. (laughs) Right. Point being, like, we won the second. It was Terror 2. Terror 2, bing, win. Yeah. (laughs) Yes, we did the action tree. (laughs) (laughs) And we actually had a really comedic conclusion to this game, but we'll get into that later. that for that. Dude and dudette, our inland got cleared pretty quick. It did. Did you guys target your inland or did that just happen? 
kind of just happened for me. I think we've gotten better at this game. We're like, all right, we just want to stop explorers because those explorers, you know, then build. So right. it's like, let's just get rid of the inland well, buildings. for me, the mm. first like card that we meal. had was wetlands. And that's for me, true. those were inland lands for me. So that's one of the reasons why I went there quickly. Yeah. So who did we play oh, as? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I was Volcano. It didn't uh, go well. What? <laughs> lies. I was Thunder Speaker, hey, which hey. is probably like the easiest spirit to win the game with. But it's also yeah. Laura's favorite. Yeah. <laughs> and this is like it. one of her favorite scenarios, if not her favorite scenario. Because Thunder Speaker and no adversary. So, okay, this is hilarious. Like, we show up to the table, we all pick. sit down, yeah. we're all doling out the spirits. All right, who's playing who? And like John and I, you know, we sit down and we just, okay, we're Thunder, here, here, Laura. Like, here, here's Thunder Speaker. <laughs> we didn't even like really wait. We're just like, hold on, let me just go grab that. You're going to play it? Yeah, okay. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. So here you go. We already know that you're going to play Thunder So it's starting to become clear, listener, why Laura's like, this game was so easy. <laughs> <laughs> what? She likes playing that scenario with that spirit. Yeah, and that spirit is one of the most mobile Dahan user in oh, the yeah. game. I mean, Dahan Insurrection. People are like, well... Let's play the Dahan user. <laughs> I picked Trickster. Hey! Trickster stirs up trouble. And I played as Downpour. Downpour judges the nice. world. Woo-hoo! So yeah, for me, like I said, Downpour starts on a wetland. Yep. And that was the first Invader card. So I'm like, get That hot! was nice. So one thing that was actually kind of hilarious for me, this was something that is very rare, but something that like I was just totally fine with. And that was we had so many events totally miss. A lot of whiffs. A just lot of whiffs. Swing and a miss. And it was hilarious. If the land has this, do this. Well, uh, nope. Do and there are things where it's like that is almost always the case. And it wasn't. So, for instance, we had Cities Rise. And it was like, hey, on each board, in the land with the most towns, replace two towns with two cities. And we're like, uh, looks left, looks right. Laura's like, I have one town. I'm like, I don't have any towns on my board. I have nothing but explorers and my starting city. So, skip. <laughs> yeah, that <laughs> but was like, nice. That never was. happens. Like, it's those things where it's like, oh, if there are buildings on your board, do this. And that's like almost always the case. Yeah, it's so like, it's like well, almost, almost guaranteed to yeah. happen. I'm like, uh, yeah, well, that never happens. <laughs> well, so, uh, okay. We had temporary truce where, oh, in lands with Dahan, one Dahan and one building don't participate in ravages. Everybody Ooh. looks, literally one board. And that stung me, and I was not <laughs> pleased. <laughs> Trix was like, no, let them fight! <laughs> Why don't you and them fight? <laughs> but when does it happen? We're like, does that really just talk about one land? Yeah, that was Like, weird. what? That is so weird. I just thought that was, like, really funny, because for me, that never happened. We had a lot of fast-acting spirits that were able to do stuff in the fast before yeah. they were building, which was huge. Yeah. yeah, a lot of just picking off little guys before they could become towns. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Talk about sudden cities. ambush. Speaking of card arts, right. like, you used that card a bunch. Pretty much every one of my cards became sudden ambush. True. Too. So let's talk about Laura's experience with Thunderspeaker with the scenario. It was good. <laughs> it, yeah, yeah, yeah. As a witness, sounds yeah, pretty well. yeah. Sounds about right. <laughs> Almost boring. Because nothing was building up. You know, we were all moving to haunt around or picking stuff up. I only used Manifestation of Power and Glory once. And it yep. was to destroy one measly city. Then I had the innate to immediately take out the town. It was like, all right, cool. Well, that's done. And what I was noticing, because Manifestation is so expensive, and because Voice of Thunder is zero costing, but basically does four damage, it seemed like you started being swayed towards just control powers or Dahan movement powers instead of damage powers. 
powers. Yes, which but that's I'm the not thing as that this to. scenario does. It turns Dahan control into damage. Yeah, it does because then crazy. I was able to decide, hey, I'm going to move these people in. I even at one point moved my little army in. They destroyed a city. It mm-hmm. downgraded to a town, and then I used my like move Dahan out, and then just moved them right back in and destroyed the town. Yeah, because they landed <laughs> back in the exact same spot. They did a little two step. <laughs> the one two hey. step. We're up and we're in. And we're and in. For smash. Um, that was really really fun. I did feel like I wanted more Dahan on the board. Mm. Usually I'm in a Thunderspeaker game when I play. Yeah. I'm very selfish with Dahan and I try and just poach everybody else's. But we wanted to keep our Dahan. Yes. Yeah. You and That's Ryan actually were moving true. yours around. At one point Ryan was like, I need at least three Dahan to stay on my board so no, you can't have that one. And me <laughs> over there with I my 20, 20 was like, what do you mean? Why not? I want it. 21? That's actually a good point though. It changes the dynamic of who likes to use Dahan. Yeah. That's actually a good point because usually it's like, hey, Thunderspeaker's here. Give, Give them, them all to them. This time it's like, uh, actually, can I have like at least three or <laughs> can four? Can I keep some? Yeah, like, can I keep some because they are such a source of damage. Them around. I do remember in our Scotland game was one of the last games that you played as Thunderspeaker and Ryan and I were both just giving you to Han. Like, sure, just take yeah. them. Just and take at that em. point, like, we had enough built up where like a problem spots where I'd be like, let me move my whole army into there. Right, yeah. And here it was like, I felt more like fangs where I'm picking off explorers here and there because mm. usually... Remember what I said on turn three? I said, wow, I feel as if everyone is playing like Mr. Fangs. Yes. Yeah. Because that's like their gameplay style. Where's well, the explorer? There you are. Off. And usually, you know, you play Manifestation of Power and Glory. That's your big like damage, damage card. And it's against towns and cities. And your innates go against towns and cities and do nothing to the explorers. Right. So mm. it was weird being like, oh, I really am just like, I'm not even paying too money. I'm just pushing people around and they're immediately picking off explorers. And that's yeah. my game. So that's... That's one thing that we as a team strategically agreed on from the start. We just completely devoted to kill explorers. Specifically, yeah. we hunted from turn them one. down. Turn one. Because that prevents builds, but more importantly, it doesn't spawn anyone. So, like, it was funny because we were just like, explorers? <laughs> it's like, get back here. And all the buildings are like, hey, what's going on? And we're just like, what? Because that's the one thing in this Oh, we were scenario. merciless against explorers. Easily. Yeah. Like, they don't stick right. around explorers. And we would yeah. only deal with buildings when we had to. Mm-hmm. But honestly, it was just bloodthirsty hunting mm-hmm. explorers we exclusively. them. Yes. And it was actually kind of fun in a way because it was like this chase. Yeah. Because even when we do kill a town, another explorer shows up and you got to get it quick. Mm. Got to get it quick because, because they're about to build. Yeah, they'll build. And if they build into a town and I kill that town, yeah, it gives me a fear, but it also will spawn another invader. They just keep lingering. Yet on the flippity flip, that's not as much fear that you're gaining either. But hey, we had downpour on the team. We're like, yeah, we'll just buy something. <laughs> but I just think it's actually kind of interesting because the board state will be very good if you keep going after explorers, but the fear isn't going to be so That's good. That's a very good yeah. point. And our fear game was so weak in the beginning. Like we said, this is why our board state was phenomenal, even though our fear state wasn't. That's why I did start leaving some explorers. I mean, pretty early on, though, I was leaving some explorers here and there to be like, yeah, let's make that one spot because I know I have an innate that can kill a town really mm-hmm. easily. And I was like, I want to blow something up. So yeah. mm-hmm. let them do things. We want fear. Yeah. We need to start generating You know, fear. I can see lightning liking that. Shatter Homestead. Kaboom. Oh, look. And 
explorer. Mm. Raging Storm getting better and better. Yeah, you know? I was about to say, <laughs> as the more explorers pop up. And right. you kind of learn to like layer your movement and your destruction cards. Like, okay, I'm going to move in, and that's going to do this much damage. Mm. That's going to leave me with this over here. Yeah. So then if I play this power card on that space, that will take care of whatever's left over. There was a lot of planning. I'm like, who moved what? And where did, oh, the, yeah. where did the Dahan end up? And like, yeah, we're fighting over Dahan. And like, right. who gets to keep what Dahan? Yeah. I like that, though, because it shows how strong the Dahan are. And it's like, look how valuable they are. Yes. And I felt so cool having to regard them with such strength. Mm-hmm. That was refreshing. Yeah. I just Extremely. had a thought, though, like, LOL, everyone's talking about this, and there's lure in the background with six presents on top of each other because they need that many For to all ignore those- so many explorers. <laughs> Trust me, guys, it's working. <laughs> There's so many explorers, and they just have to, like, quadruple stack. Part of the plan. It's all part of the plan. <laughs> we're good, we're good, we're good. We're, good. we're fine. We're just like, pay no attention. <laughs> As they're stacked, 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 each other. Are you Volcano? Or just... <laughs> no, that's <laughs> literally trying to take care of all these explorers. I need to ignore them. <laughs> just a fun thought I had. Let's talk about Trickster. I got to play Trickster. I basically played this for one selfish reason, because of that bottom track uh, bonus item on there. Well, honestly, like, when you said, I'm playing Trickster, I was like, oh. No. You know, (gasps) hey, wait a minute. Yeah, baby. That's arguably probably the most useful I've ever seen it. So. Seriously. I actually usually go top track a lot with Trickster. I like top track. I like the elements up there. I like being able to afford cards. Mm-hmm. And when you have energy, you can add bonus strife type of thing. Sure. So I'm like, I like having money as Trickster. But I went a lot more bottom track because on the bottom track, the first thing you unlock is push one to Han from one of your lands. Oh, hey. <laughs> I remember turn one, you're like, I'm going to do this. Boop, beep, dead. Yeah, in the spirit phase, I'm like, well, he's not going to build because he's already dead. He's already I thought we were in the fast phase, then I was like, well, then I play these cards, like, whoa, whoa, whoa. and John's like, I'm not done growing. I'm so, yeah, I still need to gain a power, Lord. That's just, you know, part of the spirit action there. <laughs> but that happened every turn. Talk I was, about I something turn. that is consistently strong. Never needed to reclaim that. Turn one. Yeah. And you don't need to reclaim that. So yeah, turn just two, like you said. Turn three. Bam, bam, It was bam. cool. At one point, it was just this one Dahan that kept pushing around. Yeah. It was like this army of <laughs> this, like, SEAL Team 6 That's like your Dahan. trickster's personal command. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and they were just like, boom, and I go here, boom, and I go here, and destroy, boom, and I go here. It's your personal hitman. Like. Yeah, and then they show up in this town, is striped, boom, they destroy them. And it's, hey. I'm like, yeah, you're killing it, man. <laughs> so that was fun. In Finder's and actually Bringer's case, this is actually a wonderful loophole for damage. It's a little boom, yeah. Yeah. Uh, it helps them hey. out immensely, I think. Because Bringer's like, hey, I can't kill I can anyone. can actually kill someone now. <laughs> They're actually the leaving Dahan the board. The Dahan are doing No, this. seriously. And Bringer also has dreams of the Dahan, a fast-moving mm. Dahan power, right. and it moves up to two right. from two away. Right. That's nice for Bringer. Yeah. That is. Bringer's coming back. Remember, hey. they, remember they left about the, yep. the Terra victory? Like, oh, I can still do stuff. <laughs> They're walking back <laughs> into back, the room. Okay. Back. Yeah. Bringer's back. Finder, of course, as if they weren't strong already, is now... <laughs> well, like they can get around responsibilities of the dead. Yeah. Because it's not them that did the They're damage. They're not losing presence. It They're was the Dahan. Energy. Yeah. 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 Loopholes. I like yeah. it. I like it. One thing for Trickster, because we're all talking about Dahan movement powers. I yeah. didn't gain one the whole game. Really? <laughs> was that intentional or did no, you just draw badly? I was about to say, like, with Trickster, you RNG, can, you pick two. I picked a card every single turn. Yeah, you I, did. I gained a power every single turn, not one. And in my Let's See What Happens, I never gained one in there either. Wow. I know. Wow. <laughs> I got domesticated animals go berserk. Hey, hey. and sucking ooze. Yeah, yeah, and sucking ooze. It's funny sometimes you're like, okay, I need this to be defended. Fear. Hey. <laughs> I need this to be moved. Defend. Hey. hey. <laughs> Add a beast token? Hey. We'll see what happens. We'll see. Let's see what happens. 
I did pull Sleep and Never Waken, and oh, that good. was fun because I was able to threshold that and get rid of so many explorers. And there were plenty. Mm. And there was plenty to get rid of. And I got fear for that, which, like we were talking which about, we, we kind of needed, needed that at that point. some fear. Mm. One thing that was funny, you need to get rid of towns, right? Yeah. So I have a town popping card. Yeah. Over enthusiastic arson. And you know, there's like a 30 to 40% chance that right. you'll get a fire <laughs> element. I don't know how many there are in the deck, but there's not a ton of fire elements. Sure. In the no. They're not all fire. Yeah, they're not all. Oh, well, I played it three times, got three blades. Over oh, three. <laughs> <laughs> there's I remember when I played Trickster not long ago with Josh, yeah, and Josh. I was four for four. I was like, yes, you never played I never it. Got one. <laughs> it got us an extra fear for the blade. <laughs> yeah, hey, no, it's true. It's true. But that was just funny. You would slowly hand me the card and let me flip it. Like, oh, it's on me. <laughs> well, I figured it's Trickster doing it. Let that player have the fun of doing it. You just it. wanted me the responsibility. No. Like, you flip it, John. I'm no. like shaking as the card's about to flip. Fire. Oh, please. Oh, please. <laughs> but yes, I was the only one to blight on the game. Sorry, team. But it's just those cards. It was only because of overenthusiastic arson. Yeah. And it was helpful. Like we're saying, I was able to get rid of some of those inland towns and it stopped some of those Explores then to the yeah. endland. So that was the main focus, but it was a bummer that I kept blighting. It was just funny by the end. Like, <laughs> of funny. course, I blighted again. Of course. Oh, I did pull Gift of Power and blight on myself every time. <laughs> <laughs> because, like, where are these Tahan cards? I didn't gain one. I didn't gain one. <laughs> and I had so many. <laughs> I even found Call of the Han Ways. I was like, I don't even. Thunder Speeder starts with like five of them, and then Ryan keeps pulling them. And or John's over here like, not one! I have a track bonus! <laughs> At least you had your track well, bonus. That was really nice. That you was had that. Yeah. Ironically, I did gain a bunch of cards, several of whom allowed for Dahan manipulation. Yeah. Um, I didn't really use many, if any of them. <laughs> well, I even found, I remember I said this, I was like, I even found Call of the Dahan Waves. You found the card for the scenario. Right. <laughs> did he use it? And I not didn't wise. take it. <laughs> Didn't even pick it. <laughs> because, like, we had already pretty much won. It was and near the end so, of the game. I think one of the reasons why this game was so different was because we are players, especially John and I, are players that we focus on the fear state more than the board state. Love fear. I this time, we did the exact opposite. We actually prioritized the board state over the fear state. Yeah. And usually kept a clear board, but just had to keep doing that for a while. And that's just simply a way that we usually actually don't play True. too often. So it's actually kind of refreshing. It was but unique. It was unique. Yeah. yeah. So in Downpour's case, I had all those cards like Bat Scout for Raids by Darkness or... Ooh, that's a Jagged Earth one. I like yeah. One. Treacherous Water Rays. Oh, and I found Steam Vents. Love Steam Vents. Steam Vents is so good. Those last two affect bad guys as opposed to good guys. But point being, like, I was looking for control cards, whether it's controlling yeah. explorers away from where they're about to build or more preferably getting to Han where I want them to go. But Steam Vents on Downpour, it's one of my favorite things <laughs> ever because it's range zero, but it gives you air and water, but you can fly. You can move. <laughs> you can, can repeat it. So you can be like, I'm going to go over here. I'm going to go over here. And just like... The little explorer miniature, the little mini. Whee! I think it's one of the best cards to get for downpour. Oh, it's great. It's one of my favorites. And I found it. Didn't even use it once. <laughs> Ryan. <laughs> because. What did you do over there? The MVPs easily for me were Unbearable Deluge and Dark Skies Loose a Stinging Rain. Oh my goodness. They are simply cards that are fast and they can push to Han. 
Now, usually I like gather more as a game mechanic than push, mm-hmm. only because I feel as if like I'm like, quick, to hunt in here. Let me grab from multiple lands. And usually when I'm pushing, I'm pushing someone where I want them to go as opposed to where they are going away from. Anyway, I can spam either of those two cards for Dahan movement, primarily in this case, and maybe pick up some things on the side. Usually when I'm using those as downpour, I'm saying, I'm like, oh, I didn't want to push out Dahan because I right. wanted them here. Right. But you right. wanted them and it out. Was, it was backwards. <laughs> yeah. Because usually downpour's gameplay style and my experience with them is I am defending here and I would love for Dahan to stay but they can't doink there they go yep. and sometimes you repeat the card in an adjacent land so they can doink come right back <laughs> there's that two step again <laughs> I have never used unbearable deluge or dark skies loose stinging rain wholesale for Dahan movement mm-hmm. I have used it for those extra things in this game that were on the side In Unbearable Deluge's case, it's for defending or getting that fear. Or in Dark Skies, Lucid Stinging Rain's case, it's for isolating the target land or pushing the explorer. I've never used those cards for the Dahan movement this much. But I was replaying them constantly, and it was just like... Bing, 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 this bing, is why bing, you bing, had a clear bing, board. Bing, bing, bing. I mean, pretty we're early like, on, too. Pretty early. Clear board by, like, what? Turn two-ish, there. three-ish? Yeah. All you had left was, like, your starting city. Yeah. It was so weird, because the towns died yeah. very quickly, with Dahan going in and out, and it was just my starting city and explorers. And like, you could cue the Benny Hill theme and, like... Because you just see me chasing explorers. <laughs> like they're sped up running back and forth. And like have the replay speed and fast forward. <laughs> and so it was weird because it was just explorers. And I was just using the Dahan and the Dahan were just killing them by the droves. And then by the one time there would be a ravage with that one city. Well, hey, downpour is pretty good on defense. Go, yeah. <laughs> I played a defense once with them. Because I was just killing so much with Unbearable Deluge and Dark Skies. Fast Dahan movement. When wow. have those cards ever been used so offensively? Because of the Fast Dahan movement, you, was you were doing stuff before they could even build right. those towns and cities. Right, and, you know, Dark Skies needs to come from a wetland. Okay, just make sure that you can do... Oh, wow. <laughs> right, make your own wetlands, right. or sometimes there's a convenient wetland already there. You would have this jungle and be like, oh, right. there's a sacred site, that's a wetland. Right, yeah. Unbearable Deluge, oh, I have to be there. Let me just fly over there really mm-hmm. quick. Now I'm there, put Yay! <laughs> one thing was actually dope was there are two to Han in one spot. Push two to Han. Well, you go left, kill that dude in the adjacent land to the left. Yes. Push the other dude to the right, kill the lone explorer <laughs> that's by themselves on the land to the right. Perfect. Repeat this card somewhere on John's board and just <laughs> kill the one dude over there. And I only had my track bonus, so I could use I some help. I <laughs> felt so good, too, because when I spammed Dark Skies, I was isolating so many random lands. And those actually pinged. Those worked. <laughs> they did. Yeah. <laughs> also, here's another thing that we've had happen this game that made a difference that doesn't happen all the time. When explore actions would happen, so many of them failed because there wasn't a source of invaders nearby. Yes. yes. That happens so many times. Again, good job, team, getting rid of those inland buildings. Honestly, yeah. they were only basically on the coast because that's the only place that's they the only source. Yeah. And that was so weird. That but was, it was great. insane. By the end, it was just like so empty. Well, except for the coast. There would be like a group of like four to five <laughs> And we did get the, the coastal land stage two card as right. well. But yeah, no, it was funny. I almost took a picture of it because I was like, yo, Look at this board. It's just like a ring. Yeah, the a ring of middle explorers. of the board is completely clear. Mm-hmm. And there's this big circle this of ring. explorers. Yeah. And they were explorers. <laughs> <laughs> and like the odd city here or there. But 
When it came to my one city, I just did the foundation sink into mud spam. But what but, was funny but. was we had the event Life's Balance Tilts, which is the one where if you go ahead and pay for it, the invader health goes up by one. And this was funny because I'm like, okay, well, when it comes to foundation sink into mud, if you play it once, replay it twice, that board wipes all buildings. Nice. Because you play it three times, right. all cities and towns are gone. Now when there's extra And health. so the thing that was funny was I had six water elements. So I'm like, oh, okay, I'll use four of them to go ahead and do a repeat so I can pay for this card. Mm -hmm. And for that last one, eh, I'll grab some energy for that last repeat. Because for every two water elements that Downpour has, you can either cash it in for another repeat by paying its cost, or you may just simply gain an energy. Mm -hmm. So I was like, okay, so six elements, that's three actions that I just described. I'll do two repeats on one energy gaining one. Cool. Draw the event. Invaders have plus one health. Well, it looks like I'm using that third one to repeat again. <laughs> so let's do it four times. <laughs> We're having cereal tonight, kids. Sorry. No stakes today. Right. <laughs> it was just funny because, like, on my board, I'd already done the math. I said, yay, got that one I energy. energy. Oh. And then we flipped the card. And I just oh, put that energy her. back. Like, <laughs> well, we wanted to get rid of blanks of ad blight because Trickster was just like, and this burns, and, and this, this burns, <laughs> and this is over enthusiastic. And yet, <laughs> that was so funny because that card, like you said, yeah, removes blight. Yeah. And whose boards remove the blight? <laughs> I have like four blight on it. You have four blight. <laughs> Laura and I each have one. And it's a random thing. Discard the top miner. If it's slow, remove a blight. Laura's board. Slow. Slow. Yay, John's. Fast, mine. <laughs> Slow. <laughs> so if all the people... I was pretty upset. <laughs> no worries. The game was pretty much nearing the right. end. It was just comedic. Yeah. It was just funny because it's just like, okay, well, I have this, all the math done, and this city is dead. Oh, plus one health? No, nope, it's well, not. It looks like I'm just going to do it one more time. <laughs> So for me, the scenario, the thing that was so much fun was all these various ways that we described where it was just so different from the norm. Yes. Mm. Explorers were failing because the source of invaders was different. Yeah. We were hunting explorers more than buildings. I was playing downpour more for offensive Dahan control. Weird. What? Laura wasn't using manifestation power and glory. That's your favorite power. I defended once? (laughs) This is so strange. Trickster blighted? Actually, that's normal. That's <laughs> <laughs> okay, fine. But, yeah. but Trickster's doing damage when uh, they move their Dahan? Yeah. yeah. For me, it was really fun to play with this additional adding invader minigame. Because you can't just usually do the, oh, kill the building, buck stops there. Next, it's, well, I kill this building, and there's going to be an explorer that shows up. Or I kill mm. the city. Ooh, now this town's here. And there were hilarious moments where, like we said before, we had moved to Dahan in to a land that's about to ravage, and that land had a town in it. Mm-hmm. Well, we kill the town, and then there's just one explorer there. Well... In the subsequent Ravage, (laughs) that dude is screwed. (laughs) (laughs) Bye-bye. And so sometimes it was just kind of weird to fathom, okay, hold on, I need to pay attention to where the Ravages are because if I do this, and what happens if I accidentally kill this city but spawn a town in adjacent land that could be Ravaging. It added another layer. Or building. Yeah. Or something like, you gotta be really careful. Because maybe the town you destroyed, like you said, there's an explorer pops up, maybe it goes into the land that's about to build. You're like, oh no, maybe I don't want to kill 
kill this town right? right now. And when it comes to cities, like, bam, cool, got my city. Yeah. But then if a town shows up, what if that land's building? That city just came back. It came right back. Just in a different spot now. Yeah. So, like, you really got to be very cognizant of that. It's weird. So we do a lot of theater, obviously. Mm-hmm. And for one of our shows, Ryan and I had to learn tap dance. Oh, yeah. And yep. for me, it felt like I was learning to walk again. It was so mm-hmm. counterintuitive. It's like, but every step is intentional because it makes sound. It has yeah. to be on the rhythm. Mm-hmm. And so I had to think so hard <laughs> to do these dances. For this there game. There was so much brute force memorizing. And that's okay. how it felt for this. Like, I just think differently. Mm-hmm. I had to think in a different way with the right. It's like, wait a minute, control powers do damage. And like right. you said, which Ryan, is great, like, which where, is cool. Where these invaders pop up after that damage matters. Like, it was just like, I'm relearning mm-hmm. things. And it was right. hard at first. That's why scenarios are so fun. Ooh, Laura, you're kind of like. It's just so different. It's so different. It's kind of drawing me on board after you all these plays I've had. How England has that thing where they have an additional build action yes. before a ravage, Ooh. then back to the normal build. Don't get me started. You have yeah. to get used to the fact that there's just a new formula now in this game and it's build, ravage, build, explore okay, build, ravage, build, explore usually it's like, okay, once the ravage is done okay, then but then, oh wait, oh, oh wait, it's different here, it's kind of like, okay, there's a new formula I can no yes. longer turn my brain off after I have committed to killing a town or killing a city. Because then a town pops up or Explorer right. still comes Like by. you can't afford to just stop thinking right when you kill a building because mm-hmm. they're going to come back. But where are they going to go? Yeah. You know, it's so. It's for sure. Yeah, I really enjoyed that as far as like the additional minigame to think about, mm-hmm. which I thought was particularly cool. I th- our comedic end was yeah, tell just how we hilarious. <laughs> It was the turn <laughs> after. Laura were crunching hard, like sweaty. <laughs> Laura's like, I might have a downturn, but then I can reclaim and do this. I'm like, all right, well, I'll unexpected tigers here, which will daisy chain into this, and then I'll incite the mob. And me and Laura just, just like, like planning out our like, next move. Then we do like, this. Okay, cool. And then this is gonna I'll, happen. Unlock my then... fire element. That's perfect. Yeah, That's what I need. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So. The card says if there are no lands where buildings outnumbered Dahan, we win, right? Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we're two fear away, so if, if I just played. Fire in the sky, we we win, right? Oh. oh. <laughs> Can I just play the card and win? Oh, okay. Oh. <laughs> Me and Lauren's like... like <laughs> They had like three pages <laughs> that they just like typed out mentally. Like, okay, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do this. And, this, 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 and this. it was like this cool thing to watch their synapses in their brain <laughs> working. This goes, like, oh, this goes here, this goes there, and this goes there. Oh. Oh, we're done. <laughs> we were making this, like, deck of cards house and, like, slowly like, putting it together. I and then I put this up here and then I sack this the, card. The comedy was so great because they were just talking out loud at, like, Mach 5. I'm going to do this. I can do this. Oh, I can do this. Oh, yeah. And if you play this, I can do this. Okay. And get this. And the way that they just said it was like a bumblebee buzz of all this stuff. And I just held the card up, like, um, so we win if there's no lands where buildings outnumbered to Han, right? Sure. Uh, whatever. I, yeah. 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 Well. That's actually the case right now. We just need Terra 2. And we were two fear away. I look at, you know, Fire in the Sky, two fear. I'm like, I, I mean, if I play this card, you win. <laughs> it was so funny. Like, really? Funny. Like, all of this structure. It was, it was like 15 minutes of planning. <laughs> and then I was just like, oh, I'll just play I'll this play card. I'll one card. It kind of reminds me of Frozen when she's, like, so committed to finding Elsa. She's going to climb this mountain and do whatever it takes. And, hey, um... I don't know if this is going to help, but I found a staircase leading exactly to where you want to go. <laughs> Does that help? <laughs> like, all this effort that I'm planning out to do, and then literally three feet away, there's, like, something that's like, 
Oh. And two fear. And we win. We're done. It was just so great. The clash of <laughs> approaches. It would have been a cool slow phase. I'll tell you what, Brian. Me and Laura had a oh, big one great. planned. You know, I actually felt kind of bad. Because, <laughs> no, like, you know, part of the game's fun for me, I think the majority even of the game's fun is making those plans. And this yeah. goes here and this goes here. Okay, so I can do that. But I need to do this one first so that that person can be there. And I need you to do this one. I need I can... you to do this. And so you're going to do this? You're going to give me two energy? Okay, cool. As soon as blah blah blah, I do this. Okay, and you making me fast? Yep. Cool. Okay, yeah, making you fast. Okay, so I can do this, and it's like this massive chain reaction because that happens. This, this, this domino happens. effect. Oh, now yeah. I have a sacred site because you moved me. Okay, perfect. Right, right. And then it's just, <laughs> I can just play this card and win. You've activated my trap card. <laughs> <laughs> I remember the reaction at the table was just blank stare from like <laughs> blink, 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 and then just died laughing. laughing. Yeah, that was funny. <laughs> it was just, yeah, it, it was, was a funny. good ending. It was, it was good. Funny. A perfect way to end. All right, everyone. So we talked about the spirits we picked. Was there a thought process to picking them? Absolutely not. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Laura picks Thunder Speaker all the time anyway. So Laura picked her favorites. <laughs> I picked Trickster because I think it's also like a comfort pick, but I also thought of that track bonus. Yeah, did you so think smart. about that track bonus I thought about beforehand, the track bonus. or was that a convenient, oh, hey, look at that. Uh, yeah, I was aware of it. I'm like, this will be cool. But Ryan, the big thing I was thinking about, like, oh, Trickster can gain a lot of power cards. I'm going to gain so many to Han control powers yeah. and that's just so funny when those plans go awry I'm like I can gain them every single turn because I can do a pick two mm-hmm. and then let's see what happens I can gain powers and gain them that way not right. one and it was just hilarious so that kind of just like fell on my face but it was still a fun time with Trickster yeah. that's pretty amazing for me I picked Downpour because I wanted to avoid River and Thunderspeaker I am a fan of Downpour yeah. and I knew that they had some Dahan moving but I knew it was Push And I actually, like, gather more than push. I know I said that before, but I was like, you know, I kind of want to do something I normally don't do. Recently, I've been trying to, like, directly counter things that I don't do out of habit. For instance, like, I never play Ocean. So I, like, had this stint where I'm like, I'm just going to play nothing but Ocean for a while. Like, directly challenge the things I'm not good in. Like, I always prefer gathering, but they have nothing but push. You know so what? So you play Ocean when we do a live stream <laughs> in front of so many people. What? Against a level the six commitment, The dedication. Why? I'm committed. You remember my role with... <laughs> Like, when Jagged Earth came in, I wasn't allowed to play someone again until I played everyone. It was just, again, listener, go watch that game. That was, whoa, what a fight to the fish. But continuing that thought of directly challenging myself, I didn't want River. I didn't want Travel River because the moving is just so good with them. Hey, you can make Dahan River's bounty. Hello. (laughs) Thunder Speaker would have been great, but I didn't want Thunder Speaker because I felt as if that would have been too easy, too much manipulation finder same thing finder i yeah. thought would have been way too easy for that also i couldn't take thunder speaker because they were taken <laughs> but you know downpour i'm like they're solid it's yeah. a solid spirit and they do have some consistent dahan movement but it's push which is not what i usually prefer i usually prefer like gather yeah. so i'm like yeah. you know what i'm gonna do something i think is solid but purposefully wasn't river thunder speaker i like that and yeah. it was a great Worked out pick. wonderfully yeah mm. that was really smart i have a question what's up okay I talked about in the digital game, sometimes when I'm not used to a scenario, I like playing it on digital because they keep track of the rules. How is everyone doing with like the different rule changes? Especially like we're talking about the military response rule change where when a city gets destroyed, it turns into a town, like things like that. Was that easy to adjust to? 
it was actually kind of hard to adjust to, oh, when I move, stuff happens. Okay. Like the like damage. Like the damage. Kind of was just because I was just so hell-bent on like, I'm going to get over there and destroy everything with this other card. And then I realized once I get over there, everything's going to be gone already because I've murdered it as I came in. Yeah. I became more of a push than like, let's just get everything grouped up and play Manifestation. But that took a little while to get to. Okay. I think... It got easier as we went along, for sure. Did you have Yeah. A- well, just, like, I think the rule changes. I'm still unused to, like, the game-winning states, how to win. So I'm still, like... Mm. Like Ryan said, me and Lords weren't even focused on that. Because we weren't used to looking for that type of win states. Yeah. So we were planning ahead because I'm not used to that victory condition. So some of those rule changes were, like, a hurdle for me to, like, get over. I think at one point I kind of gave up and I was like, we're just going to get everything off the board and then that'll be done, right? You want to tear... Yeah, Lord just want to tear level one. (laughs) It was weird to have the eventual possible win of fear victory removed Mm. and how subconsciously it's like, there is no, well, there's just a simple given, get enough fear, you win. Like that's no longer there. Of course, the Dahan moving is now damage was a completely new but very fun and intoxicating thing. Okay. But it comes with an asterisk because they could kill people but if you kill buildings you actually make more invaders and so it was just like a new formula okay I think it was pretty easy to remember because it wasn't like oh it's tied to a specific land type or a specific thing it's just whenever a building dies regardless of who nixed it yeah just whenever a building dies whether Dahan did it whether you did it just that's always happening Thankfully, since that's so consistent, I didn't think it was so hard. Kind of like with what I said when it came to England with their relearning the new formula with their new action order of build, ravage, build, explore. Mm-hmm. Same thing here. Like, oh, a building died. Where are they going? But I actually thought that was kind of fun. It was okay. fun. Honestly, because it was just another layer of something that under any other circumstance in this game never happens. Mm-hmm. And it was just like, wow, okay, huh. It was just a new mini game. One thing that was interesting was... I think, honestly, for me, the most interesting part was, what did nearest mean? You add an invader to the nearest land. Mm. At first, we're like, uh, does that mean adjacent or mm. in? Or the same? if there was a Dahan there, that is the nearest land. And yeah. that's when we fired up the app, and we were like, let's just play this out for a moment. Just to make sure. Yeah. <laughs> it was, if there's Dahan right there, it goes in that same spot. In the same land. So mm-hmm. if we're wrong, but that the changes wrong. <laughs> things. Just to the nearest land with Dahan. It was like, well, does nearest mean adjacent or nearest mean? Because that could be jumping three lands, maybe depending on your board state. That's it could true. be the exact same land if it's tied for two. I guess I pick. I get to pick which one. But like, that's fun. Those are mm. all very different things. Jumping three lands, being able to pick where it goes, not being able to pick where it goes. And it's, like, weird because Dahan are responsible for your success, but they're also responsible for where the bad guys go. Mm-hmm. So it's like, huh. And if they're already there, it's like, well, I can't move them in to destroy so them because they're already here. So it forced me to not just be completely cavalier on, get in there and kill for me. Yeah. Because I also had to be like, uh-uh, wait, they're because go there. they're about to go there. And what if they're about to build there or ravage that? Mm. Yeah. And like I said, sometimes it was funny because it's just like, hey, they're ravaging here. Get in there, kill the town. And they stay the there. Yeah. I'm here. What a nice little bat. And it immediately kill. You die. But I think that was just important to see, like, the words say the nearest land with Dahan. That sounds, okay, just like one thing. In practice, there were like three different things or four different things that those words meant. Yeah. 
Sometimes, like I said, that meant a land very far away or the same one. So you just had to be very specific on, okay, let me see here. And I actually kind of like that. But I think for me, that was the thing I had to really fathom in. Okay, Kind of like that's keep in the back different. of your mind yeah. the whole time. Yeah. And it was weird to have fear victories no longer possible. Yeah, or, having that lifeboat yeah. almost. Just rush fear. Yeah. Right. Win. That yeah. safety net of, hey, eventually, even if you know you can't kill everyone, you'll eventually get fear victory, right? No, that no. wind condition is gone. I kind of like that. I kind of like it fun. too. I did have to look down like, wait, how do I win again? Like, <laughs> <laughs> but, but wait. If you do the ritual of terror. <laughs> wait, save that for later. <laughs> so here's a question, John. Ooh. Seeing how I know what your thoughts are when playing various things with new beginner players. <laughs> Don't play lightning. <laughs> Would you play this scenario with a newer gamer? Because, well... <laughs> in, Blitz, him. in Blitz, I said yes. I do think Blitz helps because it, yeah, it kind of combines yeah, phases. Yeah, yep. This gets tricky. Yeah. I don't know. Because sometimes scenarios make it more fun or light yeah. or easier or lower the difficulty. I don't think for this one. Like you said, there's so many different layers that this adds to normal gameplay. But see, the thing is, is it appears simple. Yeah. But in execution, it could mean four things. Like you explained, it turns into an onion. There's so many layers to mm-hmm. where they end up, where they go, or what the so hunt. It could be. It could be, but mm, it could be pretty simple, too. It could be simple. Laura, what do you think? I gotta agree with you. It kind of depends on how well they're picking up the game, because it messes up the gameplay. I think it's the moving of the hunt around is easy enough to latch onto, but it does just mess up like how you perceive the game, and you don't want the new player to then go to the next game and think, oh, I moved my Dahan, where's my damage? Why did they blow up? I think there's a good thought with that point, which is when it comes to newer players, one thing I have to remind myself is various game effects that can embed themselves within the newer player. Most commonly, this conversation is about lightning and fast powers. Because they play as lightning, they think they can do that with everyone. In here, if I were to answer that question, just to cut to the chase, I'd say I'm kind of like on the fence. I'm honestly middle of the road. I like that. Because on one hand, I think conceptually, it's not so bad. Mm. But when you look at what it changes, it changes something simple. And because it's simple, a newer player will bind to something that's easy to understand more than something that's complex. And so I might have the worry slash concern that with the players that we usually play with, who constantly think that Dahan can attack normally, if they played this scenario, they're going to always think that Dahan <laughs> do that. Ultimately, of course, whenever we're talking about newer gamers and what we think are good for them, in any circumstance, whether it's a game, a scenario, an adversary, a power, a character, anything, the answer is always actually legitimately, you know your friend more than I do. It is up to you to discern how your specific friend will react to that thing. Mm -hmm. But Ryan, I like what you just said about them understanding how Dahan work already. mm -hmm. That might be a good thing to look for as you're figuring out with your friend. Mm -hmm. Do they understand already how Dahan works so you can change this up? Or are they already struggling with, my Dahan moves so they're attacking. Right. No, 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 that's not how it normally works, so let's not cement that in. Right. You don't want to accidentally embed that error. Just a thought for people. So I'd honestly say middle of the road. I can see it going either way and and temper that with your knowledge of your friends. I think you bring up a very good point. There's no right or wrong answer, like, who should a newer player play the spirits mm. or, like, what level difficulty should they play an adversary? Should they play with tokens or events or mm. scenarios? Right. I think you hit the nail on the head. You know your friend. You know mm. your gaming group. 
if you know that they play heavy, intensive games and not just like party games, social deduction, or the staple games that we know, Mm -hmm. then yeah, I think you know your friends best. That was a very good point. And in Mm -hmm. our local meta, I'm sure you can agree to this too, so many of our friends I've seen struggle with Dahan and when do they attack and whatnot. So I would probably, for our group, if we're talking about our friend here, our local group, I would probably not do this for a little while. I agree. But that's because of our group. Maybe your group, it's something else. Maybe power acquisition is weird. Yeah. I I don't know. There's hangups for different people. Yep. Yeah. All right. I want to hear about everyone's thoughts with this scenario when it's interacting with events. I know John's asking an event question, random. (laughs) (laughs) So originally, obviously, Dahan Insurrection came with the base game, which was before events. Right. But they were originally intended. That's true. That's a good point. They just... Yeah. Because some events can get rid of Dahan, which is right. not good. <laughs> not great, Bob. But Grim some tall. events spawn Dahan. That's true. Right. But and some, of- some, they move back to reclaim their fishing grounds, and which s- is accidental damage. Yeah. Which point. can mean an accidental invader spawn. <laughs> That's a great point, Ryan. There's just a lot more random things happening. <laughs> or you get farmers and lose. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, farmers isn't an auto loss. <laughs> but there are some events that are like, oh no, I didn't want to build here right, this turn, right. or I didn't want extra buildings. Or in our cases, we're like, I had it set up to ravage. Let them ravage. I'm still mad about that. I'm still mad. Oh, so now you believe me when I (laughs) complain. (laughs) Which a fear card can do as well, right? Be like, these things don't ravage this turn. Sometimes you can pick, like, if there's enough to Han adjacent, yeah. But usually you get to least pick. Yeah, it can happen. It can happen. All I can think about is just with our game, LOL, so many events misses. missed. Swings and misses. Because so many of them were like, if there's a dude here, I'm like, there's no there's tells not on the board. Like, <laughs> so if there was ever a game to sway Ryan in favor of events, it was this game. No, I've had many I know, you've, favorable. You've, you've liked them. It was just funny. They're a necessary evil, but we'll talk about them some right. other time, maybe. Great event debate. Round two. <laughs> <laughs> Fight. <laughs> that would be fun, actually. So John and Ryan, you guys just played Blitz. Mm-hmm. How did the Dahan Insurrection feel compared to Blitz? And I know Blitz is a level not for difficulty, and Dahan Insurrection is the hardest one. Was that noticeable for you guys? Mm-hmm. Objection! Leading the witness! <laughs> I feel swayed. <laughs> Fun fact of the day. You actually are allowed in a court of law when you are giving a cross-examination to do leading questions because the cross-examination is nothing but leading questions. So if ever you see a crime drama where they're doing a cross-examination and someone says, objection, leading the witness, that's unrealistic because that's exactly why cross-examinations exist. There's your fun fact for the day. Thank you. All right. So I just wanted to say objection. (laughs) (laughs) I like this better than Blitz. I'll just say that flat out. Okay. I like this. I liked Blitz a lot. But this keeps that formula of the slow face again. And I really like that planning out. Clearly, as me and Laura spent 15 minutes planning our slow face. But (laughs) (laughs) I do like that chess, that checkmate of like, you go here, so I go here. I do Mm -hmm. like that. So this keeps that. I like the Dahan just feeling, what am I trying to say? There's such a spark of excitement when you can see the strength in Dahan. Exactly. And you can use them in a way that you never can elsewhere. They're more of this entity or something. They're not just existing. Obviously, there's a lot of spirits, a lot of powers that utilize Dahan. No, they have a tangible and noticeable and important board presence. Yes. Yes. Which, unlike any other way you play this game, other than doing it at Dahan Insurrection, it brings them alive for me. So that was a lot of fun. Ryan, what do you think compared to Blitz? 
if we're talking about the difficulty increase and if we thought that was noticeable, the thing that's weird is, kind of like we said before, it can feel kind of the same. But you can just have this really weird fluke thing where this dude went there who killed him on accident yeah. and they spawned a bad guy here. Now that there's three because against Russia, that did a thing. Like, I feel as if there's just the setting and the capability for more random, what the heck, happened because <laughs> there's these new rules in play. It can be more swingy. It can be more swingy. Yeah. Yeah. Or it can never happen. Sure. I killed the dude, and he died. But <laughs> 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 That could happen. Yeah, both it could, can happen. It could be that simple, or it could be that complex. So it's like, I kind of felt as if we were on that razor's edge. Not that our game was overly difficult, but like, if we're not careful, this could spiral yeah. out of control. Like, Blitz was fun. If they're both a roller coaster ride... Blitz was a fun roller coaster ride that had fences on both sides of the car. Okay. Where this one, there just was no fences. So if we derail, it's like, oh, we're dead. We, we <laughs> That's true. It could spiral quickly with Dahan's right. Direction. Or it you really could, could just be fine. Yeah. Because if you have that event that moves at Dahan and then kills a town because towns had minus one health because of a strife sure. that came from another event, which means an explorer just spawned in an adjacent land or, well, I guess he was spawned in that All these domino effects. There's like these just weird things that now can happen. Thematically, I already stated what I think about it at the start i love it just for all the same reasons and for the purposes of not repeating myself i just love it i feel as if it's more alive just yeah. like you said i think the difficulty i notice it when it comes to victory conditions mm. i'm like oh this is harder yeah. to win mm. now especially more fun to play harder to actually harder to win, win. yeah so I felt the difficulty when we were trying to win yeah. until Ryan was just like, too fear. <laughs> so that was funny. But just like trying to win is so different now. I do feel that difficulty mm -hmm. for that. Yeah. I love how it makes the Dahan feel more aggressive. Yeah. And, you know, for me as Downpour, it was just hilarious because the theme of unbearable deluge and you look at the card art and it's all these people like, ugh. <laughs> They're just so grumpy. like They're grumpy drenched. because they're so soaked in yeah. water. So the theme of that card is fine, we'll leave because it's just, well, how we're we supposed to get any work done today in the farm? Let's just go home. <laughs> so it's as if the Dahan, because of the theme of that card, are begrudgingly leaving and then, oh, there's an explorer to shank him to death. <laughs> like, oh, you here. You're dead now. <laughs> because I'm using the card to move the Dahan. Yeah. The theme of the card is like, fine, I'll leave. <laughs> kind of like Eeyore, like, I wanted to go here in this land, but you're making me leave because you're raining so hard. Oh, we may as well just kill this random dude. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're dead now. So it's just like this random clash. Anyway, I think it's just ultimately the, the the native inhabitants of the island, both with the spirits and the animals, but now the Dahan are now taking up this fight yeah. more observably now with this scenario. And I get to join them. I get to be alongside them. We get to be together because, hey, we're still doing spirit stuff, too. Mm -hmm. And the struggle is now unified, and I have to protect my Dahan, which I usually do anyway, but now I actually am required to, for me, as the way that I play this game, like I said before, if you ask me the question, what's your favorite part? It rewards me for playing the game in a way that I kind of already do, yeah. but now there's just thematic oomph as to why mm. I would want to. Yeah, this might yeah. be one of my favorite scenarios. Seriously. I like it. Just making those Dahan, like we keep saying, come alive and just mm. take up arms and fight back is so cool. I love it. 
it would be really cool to play with not just little tiny mushrooms, but like, you know, if people do customized oh. um, tokens and everything. Mm-hmm. I've seen some really gorgeous customized Dahan ones, and it'd be cool if they were each different. So you are like, keep moving one little Dahan around and you name do them. Do any of you out there have a Dahan who has a flat top? <gasps> oh yeah, we have flat top. We have a flat we top as well. <laughs> so like when flat so top's going on, our... <laughs> everybody's got a flat top. Let like, us know if you have a flat top. There's a Dahan where like the rounded edge of the top of the piece is just like, it's so like it makes flattened. it look like a mushroom if yeah. it's rounded. It just looks like a little top hat kind of thing. And so, like, you can flat top is up. going on a killing spree. Flat top goal. Killing spree. Hedgehog. <laughs> Kilimanjaro. Kilimanjaro. <laughs> this was fun. It was fun. And this I'm really excited time. to see what you all have to say. And I hope that you had as much fun with it as we did. But until that time, we will catch you all on the Flippity Flip. Peace out. Bye. We appreciate that you took the time to listen to this episode of the Kindred Spirit Podcast. Feel free to interact with us on our socials. You can catch us on our Facebook or Instagram, as well as BoardGameGeek, Reddit, and Discord. Consider supporting us on Patreon, where you'll get access to episodes early as well as our private Discord. Links to all those will be in the description of this episode. Have a great one, and may the elements be ever in your favor.